Ladies and gentlemen, the show will start in five, four, three, two, one. I see you patiently waiting on something you won't forget. Zen Cabinet, where we get experimental about exploring your potential. In this podcast, we help you redefine your self-image, express your values through your actions, and tap into the freedom of doing what works for you and you alone. So if that's your jam, cop a squat, grab a snack, and rest your back, because we needs to talk, Jack. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Let's go. Episode 167, Sheer Bad Luck. What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to episode 167, Sheer Bad Luck. This week, we're going to be talking a whole lot about just coming to that place in the road where you just realize people just don't believe in, believe in you. You just feel like people don't believe in you. Their actions, what they say, the things they do, you kind of gather the idea that people just don't believe in you. And we're just going to talk about that this week. So if you are new to the podcast, what's up? Salutations and thank you kindly for being here. I really, really do hope that you enjoy the show and thank you again. Appreciate you. If we're coming back for another episode, what's up, guys? What's going on? How you feeling? We got the start of a new week. I hope you got all your, you know, you're getting all your ducks in a row. You got your goals mapped out for the week, your to-do list, your to-be list. You know, the person that you want to be this week, what characteristics you want to show or exhibit, that kind of thing. Yeah. Thank you for coming back. Thank you. Thank you. In the first segment, we're going to be talking about sore wounds. In the second segment, we're going to be talking about giving it your best. And in the third segment, we're going to talk about deciding what's possible. My intention for this episode is to open up the dialogue, open up the conversation for people who may be around people who are, you know, sad, salty, bitter, and the whole thing because, you know, they probably didn't have the best of luck, you know, going after the things that they wanted. So... You know, don't allow them to discourage you or to drag you down or to dim your light. Hopefully this episode can help somebody or offer a little wisdom, a little support. You know, as always, hopefully you can learn from my mistakes and, you know, definitely chart the best course for your life and call for the best of you. Let's jump into this episode now in three, two, and one. Matt Shana Diliwayo said, When the elevator to your dreams is broken, take the stairs. I feel like in life we all have a tendency to run into people who have broken dreams, people who have you know, really broken hearts who, whose spirits are decimated because they didn't do the thing that they set out to do. 
Maybe they set out to do it in their youth. Maybe they set out to do it five or 10 years ago and it just never happened. And now they're just roaming life, trying to make the most of what's left or what they do have. And, you know, these people are, you know, in your world and you find yourself sharing parts of your life with them. You're more inspired, motivated parts of your life you know, all the good things and, you know, stuff like that with them. And they come from a place of not being able to support you. And they're not able to support you because they themselves probably went after a similar dream or just went after their dream and they weren't successful. And because they weren't successful, life probably grew a little bit colder, got a little bit darker for them on that day. And it has been growing colder and darker since. And since Misery Loves Company, they have a tendency to maybe create the same emotions in you. So, you know, you don't accomplish your dreams before they do. You know, people are very sore like that. People can be very tender. It's a very tender subject. You know, I will say that growing up, I remember seeing my dad, you know, just how motivated and inspired he was with, you know, being a guitar, a bass guitar player and how I saw him playing a few groups and, you know, he used to have a few, you know, gigs or performances from time to time and, you know, just how happy he was. And then one day I just looked up and he wasn't playing the guitar anymore. He wasn't, you know, really practicing any music. He wasn't really doing anything with music like that whatsoever. And when I saw that happen, I felt the change in him. You know what I mean? Now, in recent years, you know, for those of you who don't know me, you know, I'm also a musician and I've been creating music for, you know, about maybe almost five or so years now. And, you know, I've been doing music all my life, but I actually started creating my own music about five or so years now. And, you know, it got to a point for me where I was eager to want to share and talk to my dad about a lot of the things that were happening in my life and you know my song being played one of my songs being played overseas and just all types of different things and you know when i tried to converse with him he didn't have the capacity to be happy for me he didn't have the capacity to you know celebrate in my moment with me and i remember for a while a long while taking that very personally and just thinking he didn't want me to be happy or he was this and he was that and the thing that we got to get to is understanding that one, and I've said this before, everybody don't know how to be happy for everybody. Believe it or not, it's a practice. It's not a common sense. It's not a common courtesy. If you're not taught how to be taught, how to be happy for other people, then you, most people just don't learn from what I can tell. You know what I mean? Like at Miles, we were, I don't believe we were actually intentionally taught how to be happy for other people. You know, we were taught how to be grateful we say the grace at dinner but we weren't actually taught how to support and be happy for other people you know what i mean and i did it helps me understand it now and i just say this to say that if you have people in your life who are sore or who may be a little bitter who may be a little bit a little bit of this or that or whatever the situation is because they probably had goals or dreams that they always set out to accomplish but they never did make space for grace you know what i mean Make space for grace. Make space for compassion. You know, you don't have to, you know what I'm saying? Get in that place of understanding. You may not have to cut them off, but you they may not be the person that you tell those kind of inspired goals and dreams to. 
Maybe they're the person you do small talk with. Maybe they're the person that you just go to the movies with. But they're not the person that you share the goal and the, and the direction of your life with because you know they have a few sore spots in there that could impair their judgment. And it's really just a matter of choosing with clarity, stepping with clarity, as Usher says. Marie Forleo said, your dreams aren't made or broken by anyone but you. Often I see so many of us, you know, like to discourage each other by saying somebody's getting too old to do this, somebody's getting too old to do that. And when we allow or give people permission to discourage us that way, we agree to the fact that you have to be a certain age to do or accomplish certain kinds of things. And we ourselves, you know, we bury our own dreams, we break our own dreams, we shatter our own dreams because we are so quick and easy to let other people talk us out of our dreams, talk us out of the things that we know to be true in our hearts. You know what I mean? I've had so many people try to tell me that I am asking for too much, that I am expecting way too much out of life, that, you know, for a black man, I'm, you know, I'm betting a thousand, I'm uppity. You know, it can really just go in a number of different ways. And then when I, you know, you have to get clear about life and what it is that you want. You have to give it the best shot that you can. Because like I tell you all the time, one thing my parents definitely taught me, you know, unconsciously, is the importance of living a fulfilled life. It don't matter where you work. It don't matter if you keep your bills paid, what kind of car you drive, nothing like that. If it doesn't fulfill you, if it doesn't move that spiritual thing in you, if it doesn't fill you up heartily, then it'll never amount to much. It will never be what you need. You have to live a life that is intentional, something that actually moves you, something that makes you eager and excited to get out of bed in the morning. So many people are lying and deceiving themselves into thinking that this may not be what I want, but it's cool and I'm making it work. And the thing is, you constantly tell yourself on a day-to-day uh, -day basis when you talk like that, that I'm settling, I'm cool with settling. You know what I'm saying? We're worth settling for. You know, we can settle, you know, we don't have to press the issue, press the envelope. I'm, you know, I'm worth settling. So there's that. And when you experience or see that kind of energy around you again, you have to have the nerve. You have to have the, you know, the nerve, the spine and the spirit to say, I'm not sticking around for this. You know what I mean? Like, whether I will be or not, nobody knows, but my goal is to be the first millionaire in my family. And I tell you this, when I tell you I'm gonna give everything I have towards that, I'm going to give everything I have because the alternative is growing old and living out the rest of my days in a place, in an area, on the side of town, in a, in a lifestyle or a situation that I don't want to live in. You know what I mean? Like, I've been thinking about my life over the past maybe five to 10 years and just looking at where I live and what's going on around me. And one, make no mistake, I have no shame. I love what I'm saying. I love what I got going on and I'm grateful. But I know the me, the higher me, my higher self, 
I see myself living in mansions. I see myself living in beautiful, beautiful houses, you know, owning about maybe five to six cars, probably having them in about four or five houses. And, you know what I'm saying, just being in a position where I can contribute to the world immensely, you know, being self, self-sufficient, financially independent. And you have to think about what it is you want for you. Again, you know, you got to be careful who you're dreaming around. When you're dreaming around people, people become bear traps that are there to catch you and to snatch you out of your energy, out of that energy, and to try to bring you down to the real world, or just to try to bring you down. And you got to know that you don't deserve that. Understand that they don't deserve that. They're doing the best that they can. It's just right now they feel like they've tried the best that they can. They've done their best. And if their best isn't good enough, what point is it to keep on going? And the thing is, too many people give up way too soon. Too many people give up before it's too late. Sometimes you get so close and the breakthrough is right around the corner and you just got to keep on going. And again, people will try to talk you out of it. You know what I mean? I'm 32 now and I've had so many people tell me like, you started, you, you doing music? Like you would have had to make it, you know, as an 18 year old or 17 year old to be just getting on now and all these just different rules and people will cast their rules, their judgments, their doubts on you if it means that you can stay in the mass majority with them. Another sad but harsh truth that I've had to learn is that people would rather you be around them miserable, poor, don't have nothing, bitter, salty, than to even imagine or entertain the idea that you might be somewhere else doing better than them. Especially if you grew up in the same era, you come from the same things, you come from the same family, you come from the same beginnings. People would rather see you broke, miserable, in a similar situation to them than to even imagine or entertain you could be living a life they'll never live. Think about it. Matt Shana Diliwayo said, If God does not mend your broken dreams, it's because he wants to replace them. If he mends your broken dreams, it's because he wanted to build them himself. I love this quote because it's poetic and I feel like it's also real talk. A lot of us are living lives and we're feeling like we might have missed our boats. We might have missed the boat for opportunity, missed the boat to do the thing we've always wanted to do. And the thing is, you don't know that your life is still on track, going at the same pace it needs to go at. You're still, you know, going towards all the things that you want. It may seem like you might have missed your opportunity. Maybe the one that you got, maybe the two or three opportunities you got to go on Broadway to do that thing, you probably missed them. But God wouldn't just leave you with those two or three and then just leave you to just live out life with nothing else going for you. You know, it might be time to think about, you know, they may be showing up in a different form than you realize. You know what I mean? Maybe for you, you spent 20, 30 years trying to get on Broadway, but... You know, maybe by the time you get 45 or 50, maybe it's time to entertain the idea of doing a casting for Broadway. Maybe that's what it's supposed to be. Maybe you're supposed to be the road manager. Maybe you're supposed to be something else. Who knows? You know what I mean? And you have to allow yourself to be open. You can't lock yourself into one way of thinking or being, especially if you know for sure that that thing that you want 
is yours. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to wait a lot longer, but ultimately I say all this to say, you have to determine what's possible for you. Don't ever let nobody decide what's possible in your life for you. They're not you. They don't experience your reality the way you do. We all see the world just a little bit differently amongst each other, just a little differently. So they'll never be able to grasp and experience your world exactly the way you do. If they had your eyes and jumped into your mind for about an hour, they would probably be completely out of their depth because it is your world and it is how you've created it to be and vice versa. So get clear about that. You know, so many of us are holding grudges and we're walking around salty because our uncles or our aunts or, you know, people that we share our dreams with, we, you know, hold them to the standard that they gotta support us, that they should be supporting us, that they should be having our back. And the thing is, you gotta realize that is a person. Just because you share blood with them, you share friendship, you share whatever, doesn't mean anything. Stop deluding yourself and putting these titles in front of people and creating these biases and allow people to show you what they want you to know. If you watch and listen closely and watch closely enough, people will show you what they want you to know about them consciously and unconsciously. You know, with myself, I spend a lot of time taking things personal when I share my goals and my business ventures and different things I wanted to do with people and they didn't have nothing to say or they were really quiet or they were trying to bring me down to the real world or trying to hash out all the things that can go wrong. You know, this I'm sharing these ideas, I'm sharing this inspiration with somebody that couldn't figure it out. Someone who probably stumbled and suffered and just couldn't put it together. So the only things that they have left to do is to pick things apart. They've probably determined that life isn't going to work out for them, that it's, they're not going to really have much to live for anyway. So anybody else that comes along with trying to share the nonsense of accomplishing a dream, that's bullcrap to them because they may not believe in dreams anymore because they didn't accomplish theirs. And now they're trying to make sense of whatever's left of life. Now that dream is out the picture. I can't remember where I heard it, but maybe it was the Bible, I don't know. But a man that doesn't dream shall perish or something to that degree. You know what I mean? It's so important to be around people who have dreams. You know, understand that you might be around people who have dreams, but they don't believe in them anymore. And, you know, sometimes you can inspire them. They can see you chasing your stuff and they can be inspired all over again. Sometimes they don't. Most people won't. Most people think it's just important to just find you a little piece of comfort somewhere on this earth that you can stand on that's all your own. That way, all other people are chasing dreams. If they get out there square, if they end up poor, if they end up this and that, you found your own comfort zone to settle into and you don't have to move off that one spot. You got to know that you deserve more. You are worth more. Know that your dreams deserve everything. Don't sit around here talking about what's not possible for you, you know, when you don't when you don't have no clue what God has put together for you. You know what I mean? Like when I think about all the things that God God has given me, you know, I so many things I couldn't have never dreamed up for myself because I need that part of me. I need that connection to source, to universe, to keep me going. Get clear on what it is that you want and don't let anyone talk you out of it.
What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to the air segment. Here in the air segment, we get clear, we get real, we get down to the nitty gritty, and we keep it a book. So let's jump in. The first letter is E, embrace. Embrace that a lot of the people around you, especially friends and family members, they have old wounds, sore wounds, sores on their heart, you know, on their confidence, on their ego. And because they have those wounds covering them, it probably will be hard for them to listen to you objectively. And, you know, it may be hard for them to support you objectively outside of their own situations and things they've been through. They may only have negativity to share and bringing up dreams and talking about goals and stuff like that may be a sore spot for them because they may be reminded that they're a failure and they'll never tell you, you know, the way you're talking right now is making you feel like a failure. They may just project and take it out on you or take it out on someone else that's around you and you get to see the behavior up close and in person. You know what I mean? Like, you have to get clear on people's intentions and get clear about where people are coming from and know that people genuinely don't, I feel, people genuinely don't want to just hurt you and not believe in your goals. They just don't have it and they don't know how to give you something they don't have. That thing, when I first heard that thing, I think the Yala Van Zandt said it, but when I first heard that, that blew my wig back. Like, people can't give you something they don't have. A lot of times we expect this commitment and all this support, undying support and energy from people, and they don't, you know, implement that in their own life. They don't give that to their damn self. And you don't want nobody giving that to you, and they're not giving it to themselves. Because you're training them to betray themselves for you. And they expect the same in return from you. You know, things to think about. Moving on, the next letters are recognize. Recognize that in life, you have to give it your best. You have to give it all you got. You got to get to that place where you know in your heart, I'll never give up on this. I'll spend every waking moment. I will bank my entire existence on seeing this goal to fruition. That's how much I care. That's how much I need it. You know what I mean? Like, y'all, I'm a singer and I love to sing. And I remember one time I had, you know, I was singing so much one day that I ended up uh, catching uh, laryngitis. And I couldn't sing for like about maybe a week and a half. And it was the longest week I've ever had because I couldn't really sing. I was still hard here to sing a little bit, but I couldn't sing, sing. And I couldn't sing for a week and a half. And it was the longest week and a half I've lived. And it just showed me how much music is a part of my world to the point where I feel like I legit can't live with it. I can't imagine living a life where I'm not able to sing. You have to have that same kind of commitment, even if it feels like it's taking too long, even if it feels like nothing is coming together to help your cause. You have to know and be devoted to what it is you dream about, devoted to the things you want to see come together, devoted to the things you want to see come to fruition. You got to know that you're deserving. You got to know that people will always try to remind you that you're less than or make you think that you're less than or that you're asking for too much. And don't make that a you problem. That is a them problem. You know what I mean? Like I was saying before, like sharing my goals and my dreams with family before, it hurt me a lot because I had this expectation before that family's supposed to act like this. Family's supposed to be more supportive. And the thing is, 
All that got in the way of the love because I wouldn't allow myself to see imperfect as humans. Imperfect humans. You know, and I think a lot of us will really stop being surprised and deceived by so much when we learn how to see people for who they are and not how we want to see them. It may be a little scary, it may seem a little dark right on top, but it will be enlightening. Learn how to see yourself for who you are. Moving on. The next letter is A. Accept. Accept that you get to decide for yourself what is possible in your life. You get to decide for yourself what is real, what is going to happen. And you decide that by the actions you take. If you believe that you're going to become a, you know, a major musician or, you know, a major musician or music artist, you know, by 2024, 2025 or something like that, then the actions you are taking right now in this very moment must be very consistent, momentous, momentous and very diligent to your cause. You have to get real about it because a lot of people, again, will try to talk you out of your dreams by saying you're too old to have them now. You're too old to still have dreams. You're still out. You're too old to be still out here trying to accomplish things. You need to be somewhere settled in, chilling, and living a sedentary life. And you don't have to subscribe to that. You have to decide what's best for you. Know that many people try to talk you out of. They will say that you're asking for too much, that you're not being realistic, that you're not keeping your feet on the ground, that your head is in the clouds, that you're not being logical and all of that. But that's just their way of showing you, you know, I don't fully understand what it is you're trying to say. I don't get it. I don't know how you have the courage to dream that way. I don't know how you have the courage to look at life or think that way. And I admire that. It may be showing up unloving and unkind, but deeply, I admire that about you. You got to practice learning how to see the good and what people say and do when it comes to you. So there you have it. Embrace, recognize, and accept. In the next episode, we're going to talk about to be or not to be. So you don't want to miss that. If you haven't had a chance yet, head over to Apple Podcasts and please leave a comment and a rating and let me know what you think about this episode. I want to thank y'all for supporting the Medicine Cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential. Lastly, let's jump into these affirmations. All that is possible is possible for me. One more time. All that is possible is possible for me. And the last one. I am strong. I am enough. I am wise and I am tough. Once more. I am strong. I am enough. I am wise and I am tough. Thank y'all again for listening in. Thank you for your continued support. Thank you for holding me down. And thank you for making my dreams come true. Have a good one. Later.